Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 169 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. My name is Drew. And this is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're bringing this podcast right here on this feed on this feed for free every monday if you already aren't make sure you're following us over uh, on social media we're at pwtcast and instagram and twitter as well as patreon.com forward slash pwtcast uh myself and andy of the draft pod just dropped a uh home alone review you know it was uh yeah. it, it was wonderful here it's hearing the perspective of uh what shitty parents Kevin McAllister's parents are from someone who had never abandoned their child, uh, you know, at an airport, let alone if I can fly across the country without noticing he's not there. That, the, the story of two men trying to murder a child that's become a family <laughs> classic, a, a very Christmas classic. Um, yeah, we talked about that. And so that's a lot of fun. You can head over there. And then later on this week, uh, myself, James and Drew, we're going to sit down and talk about uh, The Night Before starring, uh, what's his face, Seth Rogen, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, and uh, old Captain America himself, Anthony Mackie. Uh, a very fun right. Christmas movie that doesn't get, people don't talk about it enough. Like, no. It, it's it's one of those, like when you, I rewatched it because you were rewatching it. And yeah. again, just one of those fucking movies, man, that like deserves way more like people talking about it than it does. I feel like, I feel like maybe in the next few come like it's got the possibility to become one yeah. of those like cult classics that And just, it, it's it's one too like even though it was like geez 6 7 years ago now mm-hmm. like I I feel like it still feels like it was made this year. Yeah, well that the good that's the good thing about it is like there's not that many like outdated references because they're all you know like on iphones and live stream like yeah maybe there's like a few things where it's just like huh nobody uses that social media platform anymore <laughs> or something like that you know yeah. um but no it's, it's a fun movie it's a lot of fun cameos it like nathan fielder's in it fuck a lot of ton of cameos yeah. we'll get into that that'll drop uh this friday the night before uh hollow or christmas eve christmas if most mexican like we won't get into too much Christmas talk on this episode. Next week, I feel probably a little more Christmas centric. But like, how does your family go about celebrating Christmas? Um, As- like aside, always- aside from going to manscaped.com and using promo code PWTCAST to get twenty percent off uh, everything and, and free worldwide shipping. But yeah, how does your family celebrate? Um, so for the <laughs> excuse me, um, for those that don't know, I caught wood scrum pad apparently. Uh, I, ours, ours was always a little different because my dad actually always used to play Santa Claus for people. So like Christmas Eve night, 
he would go make money around town, like going to people's houses and pretending to be Santa Claus for their kids and grandkids. So, but really, what he was doing is he was stealing people's gifts. So he'd show back <laughs> yeah. up, and you're yeah. like, your brother would get like a fucking a Robbie the robot. Yeah, and then you're like, Ooh, what did I get? And you're like, you got. Ooh, you got uh, the uh, London version of Barbie, and you're like, <laughs> oh, okay. You're like, and uh, betting for a twin sized bed, and you're like, <laughs> but I have a, I have a single. He's like, well, now you're, now you have to find yourself a double, or just yeah. use all the excess one to fucking wrap yourself in. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he he would do that. So like we would. Uh, Ours was always Christmas morning, so mm-hmm. uh, that's when that's when we would celebrate. So, yeah, see, I like with I, with a lot of like Hispanic uh, families and and people. Yeah, <clears throat> it's typically Christmas Eve you celebrate, and then like once midnight hits and it's technically Christmas morning. Yeah, that's when you open gifts. That's when we open gifts and stuff. Um, Cause I know last, so and last year, well, last few years was like a little off because. So my sister, you know, she she had started dating someone. You know, they they get together, they they have a kid, and his family is super like into Christmas. Like they are full on like super into Christmas, um, and they would also celebrate the twenty fourth. And again, I was like, our family was also used to doing that, and so that like. Because, I mean, really now, most of it is for the kids. You know, for my nephews, like, we want to make it a big deal for them. So we're like, all right, then we'll just do stuff on the 25th. And, like, it it, it worked out fine, like, last year because I was like, oh, cool. I have somewhere else to be on on Christmas Eve as well. Like, cool. Like, this this works out perfect. Um, Like, it was actually almost super weird because, you know, it was like, then went to my parents. We had dinner. And... We didn't get to opening presents until almost like six, seven o'clock in the afternoon, like Christmas Day, which is probably Whoa. like Ugh. the latest that we've ever opened gifts. Yeah. Um, and then this year, like my, my sister's not with her boyfriend anymore. So he's taking the youngest to his family's. Like mm-hmm. they're doing stuff Christmas Eve. And then we're gonna do Christmas Eve stuff at our house. And like my mom was like, Oh, but then like you know, like, oh, uh, you know, Santi's going to be the only one opening gifts up like Christmas Day. And I was like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, it's like it's it's one of those <laughs> things where it's like that's probably better because at three years old, like it, so it happened now. So um, today's going to be a little all over the place. But like t- yeah. uh, today we celebrated uh, my older nephew, Alex. We celebrated his birthday um, as Tuesday. He turns 11. But I like we all work. So we couldn't celebrate it then. And um he was like opening he he opened up uh gifts from my from my brother and my mom like myself and my uncle we did the uncle thing and just gave him cash but that's also mm-hmm. cuz this motherfucker is getting a fucking ninja sword and a stamp <laughs> for a reason. like i'm so i'm so excited i'm probably way yeah. more excited about that than he is you know yeah but um He's like opening up his gifts, and my nephew, of course, he's a little kid. The, he's just trying to like open up his fucking gifts, and I'm like, Santi, bro, you need to fucking chill, like, you, like. <laughs> and in my mind, I was like, good, because I know how he is. And Christmas, it'll probably it would probably just be him trying to open up everyone else's, you know, gifts as yeah. well. So it's yeah. like, nah, it's fine. Like, go go with your other family and and do that <laughs> shit. But um, 
yeah, you know, it'll be a, a little bit more of a of a, of a Christmassy uh, episode next week, as I I can already picture the cover art is U.S. Santa Claus. <laughs> this is what it's gonna. I there's you know there's uh, I I was telling cousin Jeremy earlier in the week because um, uh-huh. I've I've gotten like I mentioned. Well, I don't know if it was mentioned because it, it was either on the podcast that got lost or the one that did it. But I'm super uh, – I've gotten super into Tom Segura and uh, uh, Burt Kreischer's podcast, like Two Bears, One Cave. And yeah. I was like – and I mentioned that to him and he was like, yeah. He's like, I saw Burt Kreischer at the airport. And I was like, what the f- – did you go like the other machine? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, oh. And uh, then I was like, you know what? I was like – I was like, the more I think about it, I was like, I think you're kind of the Burt Kreischer to my Tom Segura. <laughs> and he was like, really? But then I thought about it, and I think I might be more Burt Kreischer than Tom Segura, only because, of course, Burt Kreischer, for those of you guys unaware, look up The Machine. Look up Burt yeah. Kreischer, The Machine on YouTube. The story he's known for, Van Wilder is written about. It's is essentially the story of Burt Kreischer, you know, yeah. <clears throat> um, when he was in college. And so he has, like, The Machine, the story that he's most famous for. Well... What happened to me earlier in the week, like so I mentioned, I'm back on the dating apps. You know, your boy's back on the market. Um, yeah. And there's uh, this one wonderful, you know, uh, lady friend of mine. And we were talking, I don't know, at some point earlier in the week. Cause she, so she had been here once before. She'd been here like a while, uh, you know, a while back. But the last time that she was here was like not when everything looked like the way it does now. You know, like it, okay. the, we didn't have the fancy bar, the the fucking fancy patio, none of that shit, none of it. It was yeah. it was like the wrestling school was still here. That's how old, uh, old it was. It was like oh, during COVID, yeah, yeah. Um, but we were uh, like we were just talking, and she only ever knew me as Alberto. And you know, she was like, "Oh, you have," <clears throat> she's like, "You have a bar, but you know, you don't even drink." I was like, "Well, there's a non-alcohol." I was like, "The the Mexican Coke is named after me. You know, it's it's called the Scrump and Stank." And she was like, who's Scrump? And I was like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah. I was like, you don't, you know. And <laughs> yeah. and so I, I I tell her, you know, the story, which crazy. It's been 16. I've been Scrump for 16 years. Like, I was like, yeah, in sixth grade, Stephanie Gonzalez. And I started telling, like, my, my, my the machine story. Uh, very much like I did over at uh, Post Wrestling. I, they, they dropped an episode of Post Yes, you did. Uh, and I, I very much tell that story as well. Check it out. Myself, David, and uh, Bruce had a wonderful time. But um, I get into the story, and uh, she's just like, whoa, like, whoa, like, that's crazy, you know, like telling her about that and stuff like that. And she's like, so that's like your stage name. And I never thought about it, but I was like, yeah, I guess I do have an alter ego, you know, like <laughs> Scrump. Yeah. Like that that is sure. That is for all intents and purposes my stage name. And yeah. I forget how exactly it leads to, but then it leads to my other the machine story because <clears throat> I don't know, I, I don't think I've ever really talked about it, but I won the 2019 Freelance Halloween Battle Royale, you know? What? Yeah. Or the twenty eighteen. I've never heard that. The twenty eighteen Hollow Freelance Wrestling. Not once ever heard that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I dressed as a as a penis druid. Uh you know, for you know. (laughs) And so I'm like I'm like talking to her and I was like, uh I said something about like, yeah, oh oh no, because then you know she's like I tell her about the podcast and stuff like that, and she's like, Wow, she's like, Oh, you work at a t shirt place, like you should make merchandise. And I was like, funny that you say that and like she's like i sent her a link to the merchandise page and she's like holy shit and i'm like 
yeah, like it's like a real thing. We're sponsored by like Manscaped and everything, you know, and just, yeah. you know, I was like, get yeah, Kevin Smith's men on. She had no idea who Kevin Smith was, but, you know, I would want me so many more. Deal breaker. <laughs> it's fine. I'll, I'll get her into the views universe. Um, yeah. But, you know, then she's like, what's a penis druid? Because, of course, one of the shirts is Scrumpus, my favorite <laughs> penis druid. Yeah. And so then I'm like, well, I won a wrestling match once dressed as an inflatable penis. And then I sent her that video. And for a while, like, the penis druid thing was also, uh, like, my the machine story because yeah. there was two separate dates that I went on where, they like, both those women were at that event – and saw me win the match, you know? And again, and this wasn't until like, this was like months apart where I even fucking uh-huh. learned about this, you know? But like, I remember I was on a date once and, uh, you know, she's like, I had a confession. I got to say something. And I was like, oh, what's up? And the one girl, she was like, I saw you in a wrestling match dressed in an inflatable penis costume. And I was like, yeah, it's me, you know? And, uh, <laughs> and so like, I tell her that and she's just like, what the fuck? Like, this is crazy. And I'm like, yeah, but and then again, it's it's one of those where it's like, I ha- and that's why I sort of like that's why I loved actually doing like one. I love doing people's podcasts. If anyone's out there, if anyone wants me on their podcast, I'm very easy. You know, there's yeah. one podcast I've ever turned out. Um, but like, I have so many stories to, to to tell and stuff like that that I'm just like, oh yeah, as someone who knows nothing about the world of wrestling, for me to just sort of be like inundated with, you know, boom this, boom that, like I didn't even get into the good shit really, you know. But yeah. um, I very quickly realized, like as much as I told Jared, cousin Jeremy, like he's a he's the Tom or that he was the Burt Kreischer to my Tom Segura, I might be his Bert, the Burt Kreischer to his Tom Segura yeah. really. Um, because I have my machine, I have several of those the machine stories, <laughs> really. And you have your Yeti full of Kool Aid, so oh god, I oh man, I fucking love Kool Aid so much. I wish I had some Kool Aid. <laughs> it's funny, like, so you mentioned, and again, sort of gonna be all over the place. Um, so yesterday was uh, my cousin Elisa's, she just turned 30. I'm the last of the group. To turn to to turn thirty, I don't know. I'm having such mm-hmm. a speech uh, troubles today. Um, yeah, I'm the last one to turn to turn. I am the last person to become thirty years old in that friend group, yes. and so we were celebrating Elisa. Which one? It was only myself and my friend Jessica who showed up in all black. As I was like, this is this is a funeral. We are celebrating the death of Elisa's twenties. Um, you know, we went we went to this uh, to this bar over on the south side. You know, shout out Simone's, and um, like I told you, like it was it was pretty packed because both house music night and reggaeton night. So all the hispanics were out you know um and there's this one girl this girl was like listen this lady was rolling on something because i showed up there at nine and left there at almost two o'clock and she just did not stop dancing the entire time (laughs) like the entire time did not stop um Mm -hmm. and, and, and like some people were like maybe she's i was like we're like no she is you know that girl's probably an ex or something because she was just and, and <laughs> no we uh again we were up in like what i was just calling the vip section it was just this own section off to itself really like there was the dj was up there and it was just all this empty space and because it was so crowded we just went up there and like nobody told us we couldn't be and so we you know we just made it our spot we we're hanging out 
but because the speakers were like right there, <clears throat> mm-hmm. oh, ears were ringing all night. Like literally, even when I woke up this morning, they were still a little bit ringing, and my voice was pretty much like this. <laughs> like I'm almost, yeah. I'm almost happy I didn't meet up um, with with this one girl. Like after, because I was, I couldn't talk. Like I literally, yeah. I'm like. You know, and like she was also out drinking too, so we both would have just had these like very raspy voices. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it, you know, it wasn't, it wouldn't have turned out good. But it was, honestly, dude, like it was fun. Like I don't go out as often as I used to, like that, like especially like at bars and stuff. Um, but it was cool, just like again reconnecting with a lot of people because like a lot of my friends, you know, like again we're all turning thirty, and I'm sure you could relate to this, where it's like there's a certain point where it's like, I will see you in three to four months cool like you know it's not yeah. like an every weekend thing like we did when we were in our early 20s it's very much uh hey drew what are you doing in april yeah like it just <laughs> it becomes a thing um but no, yeah, I, then you do you you also have to grow leery of the people that like are like every weekend well the ones that are going out <laughs> are like the younger guys so it was funny because it was like yeah. Because Elisa invited like a bunch of our work friends and then a bunch of like our like friends. We've people that I graduated kindergarten, eighth grade and high school with, you know, these people have been my friends forever. I've known these people longer than most of my coworkers have been alive. Like, you know, like we've just known each other forever. And it was like funny. It was one of those things specifically like like so Juan Juan showed up Juan and his girlfriend. They were there. And uh, my my friend Freddie, who for all intents and purposes freddie is like my big brother you know he was i don't know if you had that kid he looked like he was like a full-grown man when he was like 12 you know he was like the first one that had like a mustache so we were all just like yeah freddie looks like a grown adult man which he probably didn't he probably just looked like a 12 year old with a mustache but you know because of that we're like yes freddie is a man and uh he very much taught me most of if not everything i know about women that to this uh-huh. day, <clears throat> things that Freddie told me at twelve years old, I you know, and he's not wrong. He's not he, it was 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 this the one that told you about the certain demographic always having a house to themselves? Yes, it was. Okay, yes, <laughs> right. it was. Which I told <laughs> yeah. him, I was like, yeah, I was like, to this day, you know. And <laughs> I think we might have talked about it on <laughs> on the last episode of the draft pod that I was on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Head over to the draft pod and listen to that. You'll you'll understand exactly why I've. I've <laughs> I've almost, you know, religiously have followed the word of uh, one Freddie Hernandez. Um, But it was funny because I was like, you know, like he met Juan. Obviously, there's two people who are never going to meet each other um, unless the circumstances, you know. And uh, I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, it's Juan. I was like, he's I was like, it's funny. I was like, because I was like, there's a bunch of the guys there who are just now turning like 24, 25. I was like, and then there's me and Johnny. One of my other coworkers, I was like, we're like, we're about to be 30. I was like, and there's times where I have to remind Johnny where I'm like, dude, like, we're the old men. Like, we're the old guys to them now. Like, it's, yeah. you know, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, they're young stallions. <clears throat> they can stay up. They can stay up till four in the morning and then go back to that same bar in the morning to finish the World Cup. They can, <laughs> they can do that. 
Yeah. Me and you cannot. Like, we just, we don't, <laughs> hang, we can't do that anymore, you know? And so it was just funny. It was like, it was almost this like generational thing where I was like, hey, Freddie, I was like, yeah, I was like, that's my boy Juan. And I was like, he's, again, for all intents and purposes, he's like a little brother to me. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I was like, most of, I was like, a lot of your words of wisdom I've implied onto him. And it was just like <laughs> this like funny moment, this like, you know, crossover, you know, it was like, uh, the forbidden door almost, you know, but yeah, uh, my favorite moment of the night came at one point where, uh, <clears throat> me and, uh, me and my cousin's husband, uh, Ivan, who, again, when I tell the machine story, when I tell the, the scrump story, he's the one who, uh, to blame for scrump really, because you know, that's when who I follow and start doing graffiti. Uh, but okay. he, he and I were just, we're up in the bird's nest up in the VIP section, just chilling and shit. And uh, Johnny, again, our friend Johnny, he walks over. He's in the other room because, again, it's a pretty big place. It was separated, two separate rooms. There's two separate DJs going on. Again, one had a reggaeton. The other one had house music. But there was also switching up genres. Like, it wasn't just that. Um, and Johnny walks over, and he sees me, and he starts, like, motioning me to come over. But, like, he looks, like, concerned. And I'm like, fuck, man. We're about to fight. Like, in my mind, I'm just like great like a fight's about to go down like why are you finding me i don't want to fight like i'm wearing skinny jeans dude like you know and <laughs> yeah. so like and i run over there but actually it wasn't that at all like it was probably my favorite moment of the night um at work there's there's this one song um that's like my fight like they, they know how much i love it's a spanish song it's called uh devuelveme mi chica i just put it up on my story of any of you guys so i put it up all the time you know, it's this very cheesy, like, 80s song, uh, okay. like, Spanish rock. Um, and that's playing. Like, I literally, like, I rush over there, like, fucking ready to just throw it out, you know, fist fucking balled up. And I go over there, and I see why he called me, because the song's playing. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. And I see Juan and his girlfriend, they're in the center of, like, this group of people, like Moses. I part the sea. I'm literally in there just <laughs> shoving people aside just to get in there and start dancing with, you know, we're fucking dancing along to the yeah. song. The song stops. And then I felt like a piece of shit. Cause it was all these like beautiful women that I just shoved aside. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> they were like, oh, you're fine. You know? Um, and yeah, man, you know, again, it was, it was, it was pretty fun. Again, compare you know two parties back to back and you know the one with uh with uh elisa and all my friends and then my family and stuff like that it was uh you know there was two different kinds of oreo cake at one party uh <laughs> and none at, none at the other but uh you know it's uh it's awesome yeah again it's and not to get too sort of like preachy or anything like um or any like you know it's it's nice reconnecting with with older friends when um because that was a yeah. thing that was a thing too a lot of like hey didn't you yes and then having to sort of scream ha you know my other yeah. my other the machine story you know having to like explain to people that are halfway drunk but i also have to scream everything and then there's just so much of a story where i'm like this is the abridged version da 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 da, -da, -da you know um yeah and, but it, and it was good. You know, like, listen, I felt terrible for like with Freddie because last year he had two birthday parties, you know, and I mm. ditched the first one to go to Riot Fest. And then I ditched the second one to go on a first date. And I was like, Freddie, I shouldn't I shouldn't have done that. And he's like, no, nah, I don't care. And I'm like, no, no, no. That was karma. That was <laughs> some karmic, yeah. you know. And then like one of my friends, Jessica, where she was like. That, you know, she was talking about it. I was like, Jessica, 
I was like, she was like, did I ever meet her? And I was like, you did not. But before we started dating, I told you all about her. And what you said was, I don't like her vibe. I don't think you should date her. I don't think that's going to end well. And I ignored <laughs> you, Jessica, because I thought Jessica doesn't know anything. Just mm-hmm. if, if Jessica Elliott ever tells you what to do, you fucking listen because she knows everything, you know. But again, yeah. it was just, it was fun catching up with like you know with old friends because again in in a year where I had a lot of shitty friends show how shitty they were and how fake they were. Um, it's nice that like you know friends I fell off with. So you know, something like a Vinny yeah. where like we sort of fell off, you know, got back together, you know, great. And again, just reconnecting with old friends. Like, you know, it, it, you know, it was, uh, it was very fun. It was, it was a yeah. very fun thing. And again, with the holidays, like reach out to some of your guys' friends, you know, I'm sure yeah, everyone, absolutely. everyone listening right now is like, Oh fuck. Yeah. I have, you know, I haven't told Samantha congratulations on, you know, her new job or I haven't told, you know, fucking, uh, <clears throat> Steve, like, you know congrats on the baby or something like that like just fucking do it honestly like yeah I, you know I, and i'm sure you have those friends too where again you've not spoken to them five months and you could call them right now and have a full-on conversation as if you just hung out yesterday <laughs> yeah exactly yeah man for sure um <clears throat> but yeah i had a little i had a little work thing this weekend too so that was a uh, probably explains this what you guys do? Was it was it a holiday party or was it just a work thing? It was it was a holiday party, but it wasn't like a mandatory thing. It was just like, hey, a bunch of us are going here, and I was like, all right, fuck it, let's go. And we did like a little, you know, uh, a white elephant thing and like an ugly sweater contest kind of thing. But yeah, it was a it was a good time. We. Uh, Fucking yeah, again, just getting to hang out with people that you just don't normally fucking like, you know, cross those paths. Like, is you're like, oh yeah, like even though I see you every day, I still don't fucking talk to you. So, <laughs> see, we've got our holiday work party coming up. Yeah, like it's, um, it's just so weird. So I literally, I just funny enough, I was but I, like, I too almost had to had to fucking bow out my chest there for a second though. oh yeah there's yeah. Jo- uh, jonathan i saw i saw i saw somebody getting cornered and i was like i was in a, it was one of those things where you're in a conversation with somebody here and then you see it out of the corner of your eye and then it's just like blah 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 and you're just like yeah and you're just staring over here like what the fuck is going on over there yeah i mean listen that was the thing with <sighs> me where i was just like you know like i'm standing there with with Ivan again, who's one uh-huh. of my best friends, my cousin's husband, and that was one of those things that we were talking about, where like there was a lot of like, because I mean maybe like a few days ago, like right around the corner, there was like a shooting, you know, like that. that and that's one of the unfortunate things about Chicago, like, yeah. there, like I had a fr- I had a friend oh, who you know she she was like, oh, I want to go out to Chicago, but I you know I hear that it's not safe, and I was like, I mean, I was like where are you where in chicago are you trying to go to if you're going on the west side yeah i probably would not hang out on the west side of chicago like when people think of like you know all this stuff going on in chicago it's the west side and honestly it's because you know like it's they've it's segregated from most of the other city you know underfunded and almost anything you can think of like uh it's starting to get gentrified as well like it's same thing happened on the south side you know like i Mm -hmm. You know, aside from the women from the Chicago South Side, like I, it's just it used to be this like really, 
you know, uh, like its own sort of cultural thing. You know, it was it was its own fucking thing. And now, you know, you see a very old style Southside Chicago house next to like a McMansion. You know, there's like yeah. fucking super modern. Like it looks like fucking uh, what's his face from Ferris Bueller lives there. Like it just, <laughs> and that and that's what's happening. And yeah, and there's a lot of crime. You know, and and again, not to say that it's just relegated to the to the south and and west side it happens up on the north side as well. It happens, you know, everywhere in Chicago, but like yeah. crime happens everywhere all the time, constantly. You know, yeah. But like me and I, we're talking about like you know that happens. So it's like you know we're we're both you know we're both walking around with our knives in case you know someone tries to like someone tries something fucking funny, you know. But it was like also it's like one <laughs> of those things where it's like well we're also aware of like you're just aware of your surroundings you know it's always just one of those things like regardless of where i'm at where i'm at wherever whatever time yeah just be fucking aware of your surroundings you know like exactly like very much like you're saying like there were some of those conversations where again because you know there's a lot of just dudes there like out looking for like women and you know it's a lot of very like pretty girls that we're with it's it's one of those where it's like i'll come with you to the bar like I'm not gonna yeah. let you. I, you're not going to the bar by yourself. Like I'll go with you. Like you know, yeah. it's a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, for sure. Uh, yeah, it's funny. It's funny you say that. I just had to hear somebody uh, at my work because you know I work in a very, uh, you know, people that really pay attention to the news at least one <laughs> half of it, and they're like, they're like, well, it's like that new law law in Illinois. Like you can just basically go into somebody's house soon. And I was like, I don't think that's how the law works, but okay. Yeah, there's some weird fucked up law that they are like running, but it, uh-huh. I don't. Uh, <laughs> He's like, basically, you can go in the house while they're eating dinner and they can't do anything about it. And I was like, I don't think that's accurate, but okay. <laughs> it's it's like you can try, you know, but yeah. you might also, you know, for dinner, your, your dinner might be lead, you know, like it's yeah. just that that's one of those things where it's like, by all means, go ahead and try. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was uh, what do you call it? Uh, the 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 one thing. So like literally earlier in the week, I I believe it was like the first holiday party. I'm gonna I have to look it up on my phone. So give me it. It was the first holiday party um, that I was part of uh, with one hour teas. Okay. And um, like uh, the memory. Yeah, it was like it came up on Facebook. Also today was uh, I was in a Vice documentary. Popped up myself, Marty DeRosa, Cole Cabana, Matt Nick, Sarah Shockey, uh, Christopher Castro. Uh, we are in a Vice documentary. So I, oddly enough, in the the wrestlers, uh huh. the The episode where they they're at the MLW show, uh huh. Like I think they're throwing. I think it's like the Darby thing. Mm-hmm. You can see me and my brother in the front row there. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So I'm actually also in a Vice documentary somewhere. Check us out. A couple, a, a couple of fucking Vice documentary cuties. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, no, this would have been the December 18th, 2015, the first holiday party that I was part of. Now, okay. uh, I'm, I'm gonna count. I'm gonna count everyone in the picture because this is this is everyone who used to work. This is how many people okay. were there. There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19 people. 19 people in this photo, and I remember it. It was at some fancy restaurant that Ryan took us. You know, it was a several-course meal and just 
very nice place. Very nice place that we went to. Yeah. I think there's about 19 people now that just work like in the back of the house. Like, with the, <laughs> yeah. like and just like printers myself. Right? Like it's, it's one of those where it's like, holy shit, we've grown like, so one of the conversations that I was having with this uh, lady friend of mine was um, like, oh, like we're both going to be 30 soon. I think, actually, I think she might be turning 29. But regardless, so we were talking about like, oh, like, you know, like yeah. we're, good. we're both close to 30, you know, and she was like, she asked the question, she was like, oh, like, are you like, are you happy with where you're at at 30? Like, is it where you expect it to be? And and I'm sure you've probably had some sort of reflection on that, that you know, the fact that you're almost turning 40, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like, I don't know about you, but with me specifically, I'm like, you know, I don't really know if I had a plan, you know, like it was just sort of like, yeah, man, I would like to do A, B and C. But really, like, if it doesn't if it doesn't happen, then like, I'm not going to get too hung up on it you know like it's right we as like a species have this obsession with like these uh uh, milestones that we sort of set for ourselves that you know by this age you have to have done x y and z or by this age you should have done x y and z but really like you know you know like i i get it i get into it on this episode of postmarks one of the things that i've wanted to do since i was young was make a movie Oh my God, mm-hmm. how I've wanted to fucking make a movie. So I've just, I've wanted to make, you know, I wanted to make my version of Clerks, some, whatever the fucking case is. And I haven't done that yet, you know? And like, I'm sure for some people it's like, oh, you're 29, about to be 30. Like, you're too old. You, you can't do that. But it's, you know, it's like, well, Tarantino didn't make Reservoir Dogs, so I believe he was 29. Like, yeah. there's so many directors who didn't start until they were later. Same thing with actors. Like, <laughs> Samuel Jackson didn't start acting until he was in his, like, mid-40s. Uh, you know? Like, it's just, mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you could sort of do whatever you want whenever. I mean, obviously, with some limitations. Like, if you're six years old and you're like, I think I want to fucking be a UFC fighter. Probably not going to. But, like, hey, do it. Go for it. You know? Do like, it. <laughs> if it's something that fuck, That's the thing. If it's something that makes you happy and it doesn't come at the expense of hurting a child uh, <laughs> or just being a dick, like do it, you know? Cause yeah. again, like it's, it's a long, you know, it's a long adage of like, no one's going to, sh- no one, you know, fucking Steven Spielberg is it, uh, Kevin Feige's not going to show up on my doorstep and go, Hey, you want to make one of these Marvel movies? I'd be, which, which I'd definitely be like, no, you have Kevin Smith back there. I'd gladly make one of those fucking movies. Yeah. Like it's, it's just never going to happen ever in my life. Just ever, you know, like, so, you know, my, of course, like my answer to her was just like, yeah, I know. Like I'm pretty, like, again, I got a great job. I, uh, you know, I also have a g- good day job, you know, cause this is my, yeah. you know, I, uh, my, exactly. my nine to five, uh, it's uh, for my uh, podcasting habit, whatever that old wrestling, you know, the, the, the wrestling. Yeah. Oh, but again, like I have yeah. a great job. I podcast full time. I have great friends, you know, um, I can't, you know, health wise, I'm good, you know, like um, can't really complain, you know? So it was just like, yeah, I was like, I'm pretty like content in life, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like it's it, it is like <coughs> excuse me. A lot of it is a uh, 
you know, I, I learned that a long time ago. It's all fucking perspective, you know. If you fucking kind of go in it with a downer attitude, but at the same time, it's like fuck, like <clears throat> kind of like I've done this year as it as twenty twenty Drew comes to a close. Like I've like fucking finally like put myself out there a lot more and like you know done more things. Like you know, fuck it. It <clears throat> I'm uh like. The limitations I have, like they're not here yet. So, like, why fucking worry about what the future has has for me? And listen, like, just start fucking doing it now. Yolo, you know? Yeah, like it's there's a. <laughs> uh, wait, did you say twenty twenty, Drew? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Oh man, that sh- that should have been a shirt. Uh, <laughs> no, there is. It's like I believe it's Bill Burr. There's like um. It was like a thing where he was talking about where he's just like, oh Jesus Christ, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> camera just fell uh yeah where it, where it was uh it was bill burr where he was saying something along the lines of uh, like don't worry about it now like if you know it's uh um holy shit what <laughs> fucking like my dry erase board, like four fucking eight by tens, just fell and broke on the ground. You guys, I think this podcast is haunted. <laughs> yeah, like you just dropped your camera, and then all of a sudden, my shit just goes. Oh, oh, you know what? I think so. Listen, someone either heard someone either someone either heard us talking about them and put some sort of witch curse on us, or uh, as I often talk about when I was at the the the, the haunt Zach Bagans Haunted Museum in Las Vegas. Uh, there was an evil doll in which you were supposed to say hi, Peggy, goodbye, Peggy, but you weren't supposed to look her in the eye. And I think I looked her in the eye because it would very much explain the the next few months. <coughs> um, shit. Oh yeah, Bill Burr thing where he was like, you know, like Bill Burr, yeah, yeah. He's like, don't worry about it now. Like, just you know, don't be upset about it now. It'll be, uh, you know, like it's still gonna be there. And if it still sucks later on, then you can be sad about it then. But like, as far as now you're fine you know you don't you, you don't got to worry about it um which like yeah of course like don't you know you don't really got to worry about it now um but fuck oh, sorry i was like we both got very very much just shook right there um hey, what's, wh- a, what's amazing is danhausen and i think that's callisto maybe yeah no it's phoenix uh they both broke but fucking Mark Henry did it, baby. Hey, Mark Henry, world's strongest man. Someone's Could gonna not be broken. Somebody's gonna get their wig split. Um, speaking of, uh, I, I mentioned like, uh, or actually no, I might have not mentioned it. I went to freelance. Uh, I went to go see freelance wrestling this Friday. Freelance Friday, yeah. as I uh, does it used to be coined on the show, uh, and I saw what was probably the best wrestling match. I've ever fucking seen live. I came on here a while back and I sang the praises of the bounty hunter, Brian Keith. He's really, you know, he's this awesome dude. He's, I believe he's one of Booker T's students. Um, the man is sponsored by Swisher house. If you guys are familiar, you know, Swisher house, Mike Jones, Paul wall, slim thug, chameleon air, those Texas guys. He's sponsored by them. He comes out, has this cool fucking look. 
comes out to still tip in, you know, by by Mike Jones featuring Slim Thug and and, and Paul Wall. Awesome fucking presentation. <sighs> and he was wrestling uh, Speedball Mike Bailey. You you guys would have heard about it, heard us talk about Speedball um, last week. You know, where we're just like yeah. he's, he's such a great guy, but he's sort of just like floundering in impact. And this is my first time watching him live. Holy shit! First off, just the presence of these two dudes. Like they were the main event. They're in there. And everyone's just like, you know, holy shit, holy shit. Like, it was awesome. Maybe, like, five minutes into the match, the bottom ring the bottom ring rope breaks. Like, one of the, like, corner pieces, the metal pieces, just straight up breaks off. And so it's just like, oh, oh like, that happens, and there's almost, like, a quiet dull. And me and my group of friends just start going, easy dub, easy dub. <laughs> and like, you know, everyone starts chanting. Everyone's fucking going crazy. Um, and they still keep going with the match because it's just the bottom rope. So you don't really, yeah. you know, it's, it's one thing that's like the middle or the top. Dude, they go, they like, they're fucking going. They're like at it for honestly, maybe like another 20 minutes. So many like near falls where in my mind, I was like, there's no way Mike Bailey's winning. They had there was so many like two point nine 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 kickouts where I was just like, oh yeah. my god, like so intense, crazy fucking match. Finally, Brian Key fucking puts him away. Standing ovation, standing ovation from everyone. I don't know if you've ever been present for like luchador matches, but occasionally with some of those matches, people throw dollar bills in the ring. Like, it's a thing okay. in Mexico a lot. Like, they'll crumple up dollar bills, throw them. They start raining fucking dollar bills on Mike Bailey and Brian Keith, two men <sighs> who are neither Mexican nor luchadors. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, this is happening. And then the entire freelance wrestling locker room enters. All the wrestlers, everyone comes out. You know, they're by ringside. They're, you know, they're, they're hitting the mat. Standing ovation. Fucking great. Like, I'm literally, I got goosebumps. You can't, I mean, you can't see. I literally have goosebumps talking about it. It was such a fucking great match. Like, it was just, like, it made me fall in love with indie wrestling again. You know? Like, yeah. the, there's, I've always sang the praises of freelance wrestling. You know, like, listen, there's, um, there's very few, like, promotions that I will, you know, like, that I, I will fight to the T for. You know, not WWE, <laughs> not AEW, but freelance. Because one, it's the only place that I've ever won a professional wrestling match, you know, have I ever yeah. have I ever mentioned that before? You know, but it's <laughs> it's the only place I've ever won. It's the only place I'm ever gonna win, and it just holds a near and dear place in my heart. Along with just again a lot of the really fun memories I've had. There are a lot of you know fun fun interviews I got to record. There's just a lot of fun times there. This it was just like it was one of those things where I was like, I'm so fucking proud of of Nick of of Matt Nicks, who's just like put on this little punk rock indie fucking, you know, thing. And it's become like, it's become pretty fucking big. You know, there's no shortage of yeah. wrestling coming out of Chicago. And, you know, uh, you'll have like your, your, your dream wave or, or Berwin or AAW shows and they're fine. They're good. But like, there's just something about a freelance show. That's more punk. Like I want you guys to like fucking experience one of these. Like, it's just, you know, again, it's, I, I keep saying it, but it's just this like punk rock fucking thing. Like it's yeah. just like very much how you always hear like Wes and then talk about like old, uh, you know, old time wrestling old or wrestling. old yeah. wrestling. Yeah. Like this is also sort of its own fucking thing. And it's just it's so much fun on top yeah. of, uh, you know, two past guests in uh marvelous Matt Nix himself and Trevor <laughs> outlaw. 
beat the shit out of each other. They had a fans bring the weapons match, which uh, some of some of my standouts were um, a Garfield phone, uh, a French wow. baguette, uh, a uh, Buzz Lightyear action figure, um, and at one point Nick pulled out a plastic, almost sort of wiffle ball bat wrapped in Christmas lights with thumbtacks super glued on it. Which, <laughs> yes, Trevor took that to the fucking back like a goddamn champ. Oh, there, there was also the video I posted was uh, uh, Nick beating the shit out of Trevor with a candy cane uh, kendo stick, which was, you know, it was very fun. And again, it's just it's one of yeah. those things, man. Like if you guys, you know, are are are, are ever in town and can catch a, a freelance wrestling show, by all means, do so. It is they are just so much fun. Like and you know I I I venture to say wherever you're at, go to an indie show. Like they're like you said, there's so much fun no matter where you're at. Like you know, West they have that they have old wrestling. We have <clears throat> the Kingdom of Wrestling down here. Like like it's so much fun doing that. Like we have another one coming up in January. So it's so much fun getting to see these local guys that are just fucking giving it their all. And it's just it's such a good time because they're like they're there to entertain you know what i mean like it's not like nobody's too big like too big for the show or anything like that they're like yeah we're all fucking fans too and like we just want to we just want to like you know prove to you that we're we're just as fucking good so yeah well even then like it's to me that's the one thing that i love like i talked about it on the brody on the brody king episode with him yeah we're like i used to go watch you and darby allen beat the shit Mm -hmm. out of each other in a room that fit maybe 200 people yeah and now you're doing it on live tv to <laughs> millions of people to right. literally an arena full of ten thousand people you guys are doing you know like a lot of this team she did but it's just it's on that epic like level and it's just so fun you know again th- to me uh, and I'll, I'll sort of get into it now because I, I do want to bring up like Bola and uh, New Japan as they sort of both mm-hmm. like, announced like Bola they announced all their participants Wrestle Kingdom the lineup but like to me the best time of wrestling was like peak NXT gold back in gold era along with like Ring of Honor was hot New Japan was hot PWG was hot and it's just like then going out and discovering and seeing these wrestlers where it's like oh shit that's Jeff Cobb like yeah I saw that guy fucking you know tear it up here and holy shit next month next month they're doing Pentagon versus Tommaso Ciampa and then just like vigorously (laughs) doing like the jerk off motion you know like it's it's, that's just one of the wonderful charms of like indie wrestling yeah man it is it's it's kind of like I I know you you know it kind of reminds me of like you know when you have all those you know the the wrestling figures and you could be like oh I could if only this these two could wrestle each other if only these two could you know and then like hey if you just guys want to come over here for a little bit you can <laughs> yeah like it's and that to me again is always the fun because like I freelance was the first one to pull off Brian Keith versus Speedball I know there's like another company that also booked it but it's like. This is legit the first time these two people have ever touched. I was there for it. I was there mm-hmm. live. Like, and it's, and I'm sure they'll have fucking have great rematches. Like, listen, Brian Keith is not long for the world of indie wrestling. I can fucking tell you that. Like, <laughs> someone is going to scoop that guy up, you know? And <clears throat> him and Speedball, probably in some major company, going to cross paths again and put on again another fucking banger. Yeah. But 
to me, we'll always have December 16th at the free, you know, at the Logan Square <laughs> yeah. Auditorium for, for freelance wrestling. Um, yeah. They always say I was there. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I mean, very much the same way with like, uh, did, I mentioned Sami Zayn being at the shop last week, didn't I? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like with, oh, him. you, you, well, you said a member of the bloodline. Yeah, uh, a member of the blood. Yeah, there was a. Yeah. Um, I know there there was one of our listeners, uh, Michael, maybe might have been his name. I I, I forget. Um, oh, fuck, I want to go because I know he listens frequently. I'll go back in. But he was like, "Oh man, I was hoping it was Roman Reigns," and I was like, "Dude, if, <laughs> if Roman Reigns would have been here, I was like, it it would have been a madhouse. Like, uh, yeah. you know, everyone. I I'm personally, you know, not a Roman Reigns fan." But I know, you know, I know a lot of the people at the shop are, and so that definitely would have, you know, that would have been its own thing. But um, no, you know, it was Sammy yeah. But Zane. I feel, I, I feel like it's one of those things too. It's like <laughs> Roman's one of those names that, like, even if you don't, you're like, All right, well, I'm gonna go meet him because it's still fucking. I can say I met Roman Reigns or something. <laughs> yeah, it's our, it's our, it is our buddy yeah. Michael who yeah. mentioned it. Um, actually, no, I don't, I. I, I really wouldn't care much to, to, to meet Roman. Really? To be honest. Nah. Like I, I did I have already met him once. This oh, okay. was I was getting like an autograph for Ryan for the for the autograph wall. Um okay. but uh yeah, so like I did so Wrestle Kingdom, I might actually watch this one. Like it's been a while since I've I since I've like sat and watched like a Wrestle Kingdom uh-huh. live. I believe the yeah. last one I watched was Jericho Tanahashi, whichever one that one, maybe like two years ago. Okay. Um, but they announced the full card, <clears throat> um, which um, there's uh, it's an opening match. It's, um, it's it's two of the students, two of the young lions going at it. Yeah. They have their New Japan Rambo, which is just their battle royale, but it's also the right to challenge for the king of pro wrestling trophy that they have not really crazy yeah. about that there's a uh, an antonio inoki memorial six-man tag with uh yuji nakata uh, satoshi kojima togi makabe versus tiger mask minoru suzuki and uh tetsumi fujinami which again some people that'll be really cool for <clears throat> there's uh for the iwgp junior heavyweight tag team championship you got leo rush and yo challenging uh francesco kira and tjp um you know can go either way i don't know i mean i'm not expect. i'm just i'm just going down like i mean it's by all yeah. means if you have something this one i oh. will definitely be interested in as it's uh tom nakano challenging uh Kyrie for the iwgp women's championship match and of course as we talked about last yeah. week old mercedes monet you know, sasha That's banks right. mercedes verano like <clears throat> does she come out in challenge or are we already you know like it's John and Wei talked about you know the other day where they're like, announce her, tell people she's coming so that people can yeah. order the show, because those Sasha Banks stands, they, they're you know they're ride or die. Yeah, um, yeah, and uh, with with other news that you'll probably get to, like maybe she is still Sasha Banks, maybe she could be at least. Well, was, well, I saw that like that they like she is she is a free agent. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, you know, with uh, with Carl, 
busting down that oh, forbidden door. Yeah, yeah. There, there, <laughs> there is the possibility of yeah her showing yeah. up as Sasha Banks. Apparently, they did release her. I don't know. Maybe they yeah they yeah. pulled the rug out from underneath us. But I mean, it could be one of those things where it's like, all right, well, look. Look, we're letting him do it. So if you want to, like, mm-hmm. we'll we'll play ball. So well, who knows? Well, another <laughs> yeah, uh, that might happen. Um, yeah, Yoshihashi and Hiroki Goto challenging FTR for for the IWGB Tag Team Championships. <sighs> I hope that they retain because otherwise, you know, it might be like they are on their way out, and I don't want to see that. So yeah. I very much have been enjoying FTR their run, and. Again, it would be but a shame. Again. Yeah, it would be a shame to see them go. Uh, yeah, it could a, be. Uh, it could be the uh, revival with those tag team belts. Don't don't tell me that. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I, I did like their theme song though. So, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you got. Uh, we go hard. We go hard day and night <laughs> for the for the, in the finals of the end of the NJ. Man, they have a lot of world titles. The, the 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 TV championship final. You got Zack Saber Jr. versus Ren Narita. Zack Saber Jr., friend of mine. You know, someone I became very yeah. friendly with. Uh, you know, hooked hooked it up with some cruiserweight classic tickets a uh, very long time ago. So that's, that's where my heart is. Um, and then the 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 match that everyone's waiting for. Uh, the, the you know the main event. Wait, wait, which 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 events were you at for the CWC? Uh, the very first one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I did like, yeah, because we were we were at the championship night, the final four. No, I was I was at okay. the ver- so, uh, in, in another the machine story that I've got, is, uh, I you know which if you, any of you guys are, are fans of a Marty of a uh, wrestling with the or not wrestling with the person, uh, Marty and Sarah love wrestling. Sarah love wrestling. You know they they famously the uh, Mrs. Balor comes on the podcast uh, as. I was sitting at the the previous night's NXT tapings. I was sitting uh, right. I was either I was either behind or in front of uh, the Balor family, and you know, Mrs. Balor yeah. talked about how like, oh, I'm just so sad that he's leaving, you know. And I was just like, what? You know, um, <laughs> as he goes up and wins the world title, yeah. not very long after. But it was the next night after that that. Um, I, I went to the to the opening match to, to the opening yeah um, uh, uh, round round yeah yeah. I, yeah I think it was like Gargano and TJP in the main event possibly I, I don't I, I don't fully recall um, no I think uh, wasn't it Gargano Champa like right away oh yeah it might have been them yeah right away, <clears throat> right yeah. away. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the main event is uh, Tamatanga challenging Machine Gun Carl Anderson for the Never Openweight Championship, which can't wait for that. Uh, <laughs> you know, Forbidden Door. Forget Tanahashi versus Mox. You know, uh, here's the thing. <clears throat> like Anderson, I mean, he used to. I mean, he was a 2012 fucking G1 finalist. So like, the dude can't has put on great matches before like he's just been in fucking with doc for so long that that's just where he's been put on to so like see it it could be good it could be good see i think he put on a really good match it's like seven years ago (laughs) and he's just been coasting on that you know um yeah yeah, listen it might be a good match but i don't know yeah from everything that i've seen from carl anderson like it does not lead me to believe 
that yeah. you know this will be you know like that G1 2015 <laughs> it might be I don't know but uh you know, uh, you also got KG Muto in his last match in New but Japan. I will say, I am also excited because, like, I'm excited for fucking Tama to take a run. Like, the dude, like, it, they keep kind of semi doing stuff with him, and then it's like, nah, never mind. So, yeah, it's either with him, it's like, either got to shit or get off the pot because, yeah, yeah, you know, do something. Uh, but yeah. yeah, this is the six man tag for, for KG Muto's last match. You got a. Uh, Keiji Muto, of course, teaming with uh, Shota Umino and Hiroshi Tanahashi against uh, Naito, Sonata, and Bushi. Um, it's a shame to me that uh, you got Bushi in there instead of fucking Shingo Takaki. Because I was in it last year that Shingo won the world title. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. And now yeah. he's in the Rambo match. Uh, you got a fatal four way for the, uh, IWGP junior heavyweight, uh, championship with, uh, master Wato, El Desperado, uh, Hiromu Takahashi challenging Taiji Shimori. Um, Hiromu should be in the heavyweight division by now. So I hope he does not win this for the sake of (laughs) put him in that heavyweight division already, as we've seen, he can go, um, what I'm, what is, what's my main event really? is uh for the IWGP <coughs> US heavyweight championship. Uh Kenny Omega, friend of the show, uh challenging Will Ospreay. Uh I wish this was the main event. They're billing it as a double main event. Uh yeah. but this to me like Kenny's yeah, this, been on a fucking roll lately. This is this is the one that's gonna be like Yeah, we should have we should have switched those because there's like Nobody's gonna follow that match. <clears throat> no. I mean, you got you got the greatest wrestler in the world, Will Osprey, in there. So I mean, listen, the the next match is uh, Okada challenging Jay White, and with this being like an Antonio Inoki Memorial Show, Okada's yeah. walking away with it for sure. Yeah, I've seen Okada and Jay White wrestle. They put on good matches. Yeah. They're not gonna. They're not even gonna come close to Okada to to Osprey versus Omega, and yeah. I feel like again. Like the draw of this show, I'm I am only watching the show to watch Kenny versus Osprey. And there are many people who are probably only watching for Kenny versus Osprey. So I mm-hmm. think, you know, that should be the match. But like you know, I, I'm I am also not in charge of booking. So it's <laughs> right. just, it's very weird to me. You know, like again, I I will watch a show regardless. I'm like, you put it on fucking first for all I care. I, you know, really, but yeah, it's just it's weird. You know, it, it's it's weird to me that that's not the main event. Yeah, um, I guess you know, like you said, you kind of <clears throat> got to put on your. I mean, the match with two of your own guys. I guess so. No, um, it, again, it should be fun. Again, it, yeah. it's it's they, you know, they've been putting on sort of meh like shows as of late. <laughs> so I'm hoping that uh, this one in particular is different. As like I'm waiting, I'm waiting for fucking New Japan to like you know fucking you know get back on track. They used to be fucking you know like the hot number two promotion. Now they're number three, four, really. Um, 
fuck what sorry i was like uh oh uh another thing that uh, very quick do you want to talk about bowler or should we just wait for we should put that out for next week yeah let's put it out for next week okay uh one thing i did want to mention is uh john cena is listen uh, one Superman is not coming back. Another one is uh, John Cena, who I think by wrestling this year will have wrestled for like twenty years straight, like some sort of crazy, you know, thing where it's like for twenty minutes, for twenty minutes, for twenty years straight, like he will have wrestled a match every single year. He's uh, you know, he's of course coming back for the December thirtieth edition of SmackDown, where it will be uh, Kevin Owens and and John Cena versus Sami Zayn and Roman Reigns, which interesting you know like that that seems like a pretty like i don't i don't think they're gonna go with like they're i don't think they're gonna use that to set up roman versus cena at the rumble as that feels more like something bigger that you'll sort of put more into it'll probably be Mm -hmm. to set up kevin versus roman at the rumble but um that's cool i think i definitely think i'll watch that as like again post cena being gone you know distance makes the heart grow fonder definitely for <laughs> sure and um that is you know that is one of those things where i'm like yeah fucking bring cena in like i want to see you know fucking <laughs> hus- hustle loyalty respect you know fucking yeah, exactly it's my dude fucking doctor thug- thugonomics yeah and, and you know to, to sort of to sort of follow up on, on last week's episode uh Henry Cavill officially not coming back as Superman. <laughs> yeah. And to make that break up, James Gunn came out and was like, no, like we're fucking doing our own thing. And yeah. uh, if it's any indicator of where the, uh, in between The Rock and Warner Brothers feud is, uh, The Rock, I be, it was either, I believe it was today or yesterday, unfollowed Warner Brothers and Black Adam off his Instagram. If there's anything I know about breakups is once you unfollow them on Instagram, over it's over baby so you know and then it sucks you know since 2008 this man's been trying to get this black adam movie made and he made it just nobody watched it you know yeah so and as uh you know um, i think it was jesse pointed out that uh it's finally on hbo max now too yep and uh probably won't be watching it still i just i don't care you know it's like i'm my uh, freddie my buddy freddie he said he watched it and you know he was like it's fine like you know but it's just that like it's just in an age i always compare i come i always maybe unfairly compare marvel movies and women's wrestling to each other where it's like in in an age where you're getting a sasha versus bailey thunder rosa versus Britt. You know, like you, Tony versus Jamie Hader. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see these bullshit half-ass fucking like. Yeah. You know, no, it's like <clears throat> the game's changed. You know, mm-hmm. everything has changed, and so like you, you gotta fucking step it up. You gotta shit or get off the pot because I don't have time for these shitty superhero movies. Right. And listen, it's not just DC. Marvel fucking gave us a fucking what? It, why is nobody still talking about the Eternals? There's a fucking <laughs> celestial's hand sticking out of the earth. Why is nobody still talking about? You know, like there's just there's so much that I'm like, <coughs> eh. but again, who, who knows? Listen, yeah, they they're figuring it out. So listen, 
But you, you know what I did do instead of watching Black Adam? I opened HBO Max and I started rewatching Vice Principals. See, I have not watched Vice Principals, but what I did oh, was yeah. I started season one of The White Lotus and are currently yes. now on season two, which I know, like, dude, you re I was like, I do want to like, I want to go back and watch that first season again. Oh, well, <laughs> I talked about it with my therapist because he, I, I, I mentioned, listen, most, I honestly, one of these days I'm gonna be like, Keith, come in here with me and Drew. Like, we'll all get along. Like, it's fine. Like, you'll, yeah. I'll still pay you for the session. Like, it's, it's okay. Um, cause like I had mentioned a while, minutes. It, it's fine. Uh, no, I'm paying him for the full hour. We're getting the full hour. Uh, cause like I mentioned that like, I was like bullying him into watching better call. So he finally finished yeah. it. So I was just like, Oh, okay. In that session, I was referencing like this scene or that scene. And then we went from that to talking about how like we both needed to finish Atlanta. And then I brought up, I was like, well, my buddy Drew, I was like, he's been telling me about the White Lotus. I was like, so I finally started that. And he was like, oh, he was talking about season two. And I was like, oh, I don't know. I was like, I'm on season one. And if like, I think you should watch you like you I definitely understand what you mean but you don't have to have watched the first season to watch the second one. Yeah. Uh speci- specifically because like the two characters that do come back it's like it's not really um Yeah, it's not a big like yeah, turnover. Like, it's not yeah, a big yeah. but I would definitely watch that like so far I'm enjoying season 1 just a yeah. lot more. Um Oh, I yeah, I kind of did too like um <clears throat> I think just because there was more, like, I don't know. Uh, I feel like the, the, the last couple episodes were, it was like the drama was just more heightened. Where this, it was just kind of like, all right, all right, all right. You know, like it just kind of. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I think yeah. I'm three episodes into this one. Um, okay. But, you know, it's, it, you know, again, both good I shows. Mean, there's some, some great. So I I do want to talk about this because I didn't I didn't t- I, when you when you told me that I was like, oh I want to fucking save this for the podcast, dude. One of the funniest moments I it was like one of those I have to pause this and fucking laugh was when they go out on the boat for the romantic dinner <laughs> and then she's taking her mother's ashes out there. I was fucking dying so hard. Like the way Armand would fuck with Shane was. So good. So for for those of you guys who are sort of lost, White Lotus, yeah. it, it's this uh, it's this resort in Hawaii, you know, and there's uh, there's several guests were introduced to. There's Shane and Rachel, who are a married couple, um, like newlywed, newlywed on their honeymoon. Yeah. Shane is just one of these dickhead kids whose parents have money, so he has money. Like just very yeah. much like mom fixes for me, mom fixes to me. Um, there's a, a family where, you know, the, 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 the two, you know, the, the daughter's like super woke and yes. the mom is super like anti-woke. It's, 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 you know, it's, it's <laughs> the four or five of them. <laughs> when she's talking, when the mom is talking about, which is Connie Britton, when she's talking about like, it's just so hard for young males, young, young white males. White males yeah. <laughs> just like Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know, you got them, you have Jennifer Coolidge. <laughs> who you know is there she's like grieving the loss of her mom she's you know she wants to throw her ashes out at sea um those are yeah those are pretty much all the guests right yeah yeah and you know again it's just a a lot of chicanery a lot of 
a lot of hootenanny happening at this White <laughs> Lotus Resort. You know, you mentioned like the the hotel manager Armand. You know, he's uh, yes. he's an eccentric fellow that uh, you know relapses, and in relapsing, it's just fucking with yeah. one of the guests, Shane, who again, who he is a dickhead. So I, you know, again, and, and one thing I really because it, it really reminds me of, and I don't have you ever have you ever watched the movie Four Rooms. <sighs> Once it's the it's With the Tarantino no uh, Rodriguez it's uh, there's it's four different directors doing four different short stories. I th- I was thinking but, about, I was thinking about Four Christmases uh, with Vince okay. Vaughn. <laughs> 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 but no, it's uh yeah. So they they all tell their own story. Tarantino has the last room, but like every other like <clears throat> excuse me. But Timothy Roth is the like the bellboy that fucking is the in between like for all these stories mm-hmm. and it very it's very reminiscent of like Armand in this where it's just he's going around trying to fix everything but also try like everything is fucking up for him so he's just, <laughs> he's just eating shit from everybody yeah yeah Oof. and then give it, giving shit at some point <laughs> yeah it's you know again <laughs> it's a great fucking show. Like it's, um, it's only like six, seven episodes, maybe like each season. They're about like an hour each, but, um, definitely. Yeah. Like I, uh, I've gone ahead and made a preemptive sort of schedule for, um, for scrum's family video for, for, for next year. No, I went full year, brother. I'm fucking January. (laughs) Yeah. I, I I booked the territory, you know, uh, But I definitely think there's still time for like, you know, like if like if we sat down and did like White Lotus season one or White Lotus season two, you know, yeah. like there's there's always like sort of room for that. Like at, so, at some okay. point, you know, Drew and I will eventually do the leftovers as, you know, <laughs> no, no woman has my heart the way Nora Durst does, um, you know, but no uh, woman has my heart like the way Patty does. <laughs> just uh <laughs> I was uh, I was listening to uh, uh, Burtcast and the um, Burtcast. I don't know what it's called. Uh, Two Bears, One Cave. And yeah. it's funny how much Burt Kreischer doesn't know. He was like, "Yeah, he's like uh, he's like uh, Justin Thoreau." He's like, "Yeah." He goes, "He's the Prime Minister," of, or they're talking about like the Prime Minister, who's something Thoreau. And uh what's his and then you know tom cigar's like no you're talking about justin thoreau he was married to jennifer aniston because they're talking about whatever <laughs> the prime minister that did blackface whatever thoreau yeah you know and he's like yeah he's like isn't he married to jennifer aniston and he's like no that's justin thoreau he's like <laughs> and he's just like oh he goes he goes yeah i, I hear he has a fucking huge fucking cock he goes yeah that, that's what that's that, that's what everyone says and i'm like listen there's plenty of kevin garvey fucking swinging yeah. swinging his garvey around so like <laughs> You know, um, but shit, man. Yeah, again, a little bit of a longer episode this week, but again, it was uh, just a lot that happened. You know, yeah. I, um, um, you know, again, next week is Christmas, so it'll be more of a little bit of more of a Christmas centric episode. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm excited to hear everything you get for Christmas. I'm excited to, yeah. uh, you know, talk about like, listen, very irresponsibly of me, I got a, I got an 11 year old a fucking samurai sword. And yeah. things remembered would not fucking, you know, uh, personalize it for me. So fuck them. Um, really? I called again and they were just like, uh, well, you have to call back when the manager. And I was like, it's, it's fine. 
Like it's not that serious. I also already wrapped it, so I was like, I'm not gonna, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go back and and look. I'm not gonna lie. Like I was, God, twenty. Ooh, God, I'm trying to think when this was. Maybe 2008. So that's like probably 25, 26 ish, I think. Mm-hmm. When James got me a samurai sword, really? and that was pretty irresponsible. So, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, this kid is. He, I started fucking swinging it around. I fucking hit the ceiling with it. And I was like, <laughs> they're like, you got to go outside. And I went outside. I mean, listen, it I, was, <laughs> I, dub- I double checked with my sister, and she said, that's yeah. fine. So her mom, her mom said it's good. His mom said it's good. So that's yeah. what he's getting because he's a good kid, right? Much like these yeah. good kids in Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, who, hey, uh, Ryan Crossley, you know, uh, he and the guys over at uh, the, the Micro Brawler group, they just cele- they have their own podcast over there, just celebrated 100 episodes. Shout out to them. I believe it's uh, the NRD podcast. Go check them out. I've, I've been on there before. Um, I'm, hopefully, they'll bring me back. I'm gonna have Ryan Crossley on here as well as I, I you know, I've, I've been wanting to get him on here for a while. Much like I want to get Vivian back on here, uh, you know, as well as Anthony Torres, as well as my Godfather Jesus. Hey, shout out Jesus! Hey, you know who else? Shout out Steve Feast, Rachel Sayarto, uh, the birthday boy himself, Jacob Taus, Lucy Salgado, Sandra Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, and of course the Kings of Sport Wrestling Podcast. Shout out, brother Nate. Um, yeah. Man, yeah, man. All the all all those people, all on the nice list. All on the nice list. Yeah, and if you also want to be on the nice list, head over to patreon.com forward slash pwtcast. Again, we'll be having the night before, and I um, haven't decided what for doing for uh, the New Year's episode. Again, yeah, busy fucking month. I promise next month it'll be a lot more organized. I'm gonna start banking <laughs> episodes up for like May. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. be like, welcome to this May edition. Hope <laughs> the world hasn't ended. Uh um but yeah you know do that watch white lotus watch uh, go watch uh mythic quest if you guys haven't started watching or yeah. caught up you know i'm beautiful episodes man they fuck man <laughs> i literally cry i like that show makes me cry so much like for, again for a show where written by fucking charlie day and mac from it's always sunny show makes <laughs> me cry so much oh my god yeah i got i gotta get on it i gotta get on it <laughs> you do uh much like you guys need to get on uh the patreon patreon.com for yeah. slash pwt cast listen christmas is coming up and the one th- we're at 18 patrons right now the one thing that drew and i would love more than anything <laughs> if you want to make us if you want to you know merry christmas present to us guess the 20 we need two people to sign up. I know there's two of you guys out there who can, you know, help make Drew sick. Yeah. You know, he's sick right now. His <laughs> Christmas might be ruined. But if you want to make him feel better, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, yeah. And uh, manscaped.com, promo code PWTCast, 20% off and free worldwide shipping, like you heard up in the intro. And um, again, uh, Head over to Post Wrestling. I'm on this week's episode of Postmarks again with Bruce and David talking uh, yeah. Eddie Guerrero film, Kevin Smith, my PWT origin wow. story, the machine story. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, go ahead and check that as well. Uh, and uh, yeah, man, until next week, you guys, I've been Scrump. Well, well, before I got a little plug ski for Oh, the yeah, draft, yeah, yeah, for so. sure. What, what do we got over the draft? By the, as I mentioned uh, to, uh, uh, I believe I meant it was either to James or to Andy, where I was like, I uh, 
like I was just so involved in what was going on with you guys that it was probably not till like 20, 25 minutes in where I was like, oh shit, there's like there's no fourth guest on here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was a late minute she had some uh, family issues she had to deal with. Uh but yeah, we we trapped on our own holiday movies last week. Um there's an interesting one about Santa's bag. Uh oh, man. If you haven't listened. And then this week though, we celebrate three hundred, so it is our three hundredth episode. So three hundred, fuck yeah. <sighs> yeah. And, and you so guys- we're we're dr- we're drafting our 200 through 299 episodes and we get to just, it's kind of a reminiscent for the last 100. So oh, man. listen, I, I, my episodes aside, cause clearly those are all my favorites. I got to say yeah. first, first, if, if I'm, if I'm drafting, which I'm not, <laughs> if, I'm, I'm not, but first yeah. round is definitely, uh, the, the, the Wes Allen Halloween episode. <laughs> okay, yeah. yeah. I don't I think that might actually go pretty high. That one <laughs> and this is just off the top of my head. Uh uh-huh. the Cash Allen episode. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Mayonnaise Man. Mayonnaise Man. Uh <laughs> and of course this last week's episode because of you know, the Santa the Santa bag story as uh Yeah. You know, it is very often it's not very often that uh, ginger ale comes flying through my nose, but once I heard this, I broke and just, oh man, you know, it was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Th- those three yeah. off the top so, of my head. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll I'll, I'll start those. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, we have that, and other than that, I've been Drew. All right. Well, uh, yeah, I've been Scrub. He's been Drew, and this is a friend of the show. Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.